Welcome to the no longer untitled Mark Molinaro, Mark Molinaro Project. We asked for a name and you guys delivered, so let's call this the debut of Mark My Words. My name is Brodigan, and I'm joined, as I am each and every week, by the Mark in question, Dutchess County Executive Mark Molinaro. Welcome. I'm glad to be back. Thanks. So, how's Dutchess County treating you today? Uh, summer is going well so far, and, uh, you know, uh, Dutchess County is doing exceptionally well. So... Last week we discussed how Dutchess County thinks differently, and uh, we, I figured this week we we could talk a little about how Dutchess County thinks Dutchess. I, I know you recently opened the Think Dutchess Business Alliance headquarters. If you could please tell us a little, what's what's Think Dutchess and uh, what what's the business alliance? Sure. Like every other part of the state of New York, uh, you know, our economy has been in transition and Dutchess County has been transitioning from a single uh, employer uh, economy, IBM, some 30 years ago uh, to a much more diverse economy. And and I would argue uh, a a slightly weaker economy. And our position uh, has been to really take the entire economic development structure, the Chamber of Commerce, uh, the Workforce Investment Board. We had 13 separate agencies responsible for economic development when I came to office uh, five years ago, uh, we have consolidated them now into the Think Duchess Alliance under the leadership of uh, a single individual, uh, coordinated uh, and uh, governed by uh, the Economic Development Advisory Council, made up of business leaders throughout Duchess County. It's a much more agile, much more aggressive uh, uh, organization focused on retaining existing employers, uh, working to uh, support existing businesses, uh, uh, and help helping those businesses, small and medium-sized businesses, grow in Dutchess County, and then also attracting uh, new businesses. And we do that through the Think Dutchess Alliance. And it is a very strong partnership of these uh, agencies, uh, all with the focus of growing Dutchess County's uh, economy, making us more uh, diverse, and being as competitive we can be uh, in a state that is not as competitive as others in the country. You hear a lot about economic development and how, like, you know, both on a state level and local level, you know, Various governing governing agents bodies are doing you know economic development. Let me ask, how's Dutchess doing economic development? You know, one of the things that we acknowledge is that the government doesn't create private sector jobs, right? We we have a responsibility to uh, to ensure fairness, to ensure protection of uh, the public's interest, but we also have a responsibility to uh, reduce the level and make more efficient the regulations that govern businesses. So, <clears throat> the Think Different, the Think Dutchess Alliance is is really about identifying our strengths, our weaknesses, uh, any opportunities that exist, those obstacles uh, that exist. Uh, and try to assist businesses in growing. So we have a very aggressive effort to uh, to make sure the regulatory and the permitting process is more effective. Uh, we've streamlined that within county government, and we've been really providing a great deal of assistance to local municipalities to help them understand that they need to clearly articulate what they want their community to look like, and then they can't overburden uh, businesses and applicants who meet that cri- those criteria uh, with, with uh, a planning and zoning process that makes things more complicated. We also are working 
with businesses that exist today to ensure that they have the tools and the resources and the support of the state and federal government, if there are uh, supports available, to help them sustain their business and grow. And at the same time, uh, we have uh, been engaged in a very, uh, I I think, a very aggressive and and very robust effort to attract new business. And we are seeing manufacturers in particular coming from uh, Brooklyn, coming from other parts of the Hudson Valley and locating uh, here in Dutchess. So we are we, we are not as strong as I would want us to be. Uh, we are stronger than we have been. We are recovering from this economic recession. And the Think uh, Duchess Alliance is focused on an effort to make the economy stronger, to make it easier for businesses to survive and grow, and to attract new businesses. And we are seeing success. Our unemployment numbers uh, are the lowest they've been uh, in eight and nine years. Uh, we are, uh, in, in fact, uh, this year, uh, among the highest in private sector job growth uh, in the region, but we aren't as strong as we need to be. There are too many people who, who are out of work. There are too many people uh, who are either unemployed or underemployed. Uh, we remain as a state uh, deal, uh, in a position of dealing with uh, salary and income stagnation, and uh, there is this constant divide between those who are doing really well and those who are just stuck, and uh, we have to confront that. And what we're trying to do is, in our little slice of the world, uh, try to be a much more competitive, much more diverse, much more effective economy for the people who live here, and it's something New York State needs to grapple with more aggressively. You alluded to uh, New York not exactly being business friendly, or shall we say, uh, literally the least business friendly in the country. It's it's usually a, a competition between us and California to see who's worse, depending on who's conducting the study. Keeping that in mind, and that Dutchess County is in fact still in New York, uh, what's been your focus to like Im- improve things? Well, it, it has been to peel uh, in Dutchess County, to peel away the layers that we can peel away to make the system more efficient and to ensure that taxes and the cost of doing business are as low as we can uh, we can we can have them in this in this county. But the, but the real problem is Albany and, and, and New York, and it and it has been. Uh, New York State governs and regulates just about every aspect of our lives, and in many cases, it makes sense obviously to provide for the uh, environmental protection of, and pr- uh, provide uh, for for the public's interest. But the same degree we have created such a regulatory structure that we have du- uh, duplication, we have redundancies, we have contradictions within the system, and it makes the process of owning, operating, and expanding a business, and by the way, uh, raising a family, that much more difficult, and unnecessarily so. There are really good models uh, that we've put in, into practice in Dutchess County, and I think uh, can work uh, statewide, to really focus on making the system more efficient, protect our citizens, preserve and protect the environment, but clearly state as a state that we are interested in economic growth that is sustainable, that is responsible, and and ensure that the regulatory structure isn't tripping over itself uh, to make things more difficult. I mean, we have a scenario where New York, I mean, not only doesn't the left hand sometimes know what the right hand is doing, Sometimes the left hand doesn't even know there's a right hand, and it creates it, it just creates conflict uh, and difficulty that needs to be confronted layer by layer, very technically, uh, to uh, to provide uh, to uh, to provide an easier path for businesses to uh, to be responsibly sustainable in a community. Uh, and I would offer to you that 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 has to also. Uh, we also have to be focused on the true cost of doing business. It is good that New York State is lowering its income tax, but until it stops shifting costs to local governments that arbitrarily 
uh, and and irresponsibly force a bloated property tax and then blame us for it, it just doesn't uh, it doesn't ring true. You've got to confront every layer of government, ensure that we are all providing uh, uh, a, a a government that is effective, that's efficient, that's responsive. And I don't think you can argue that New York State is doing that today. You mentioned taxes, and that actually brings me to one of two articles I want to get your take on. Uh, this is on the uh, investment and financial blog Motley Fool about how New York State has the highest local tax burden um, in the country uh, by a full like point and a half in front of ahead of Hawaii. How do we change that, and can we even change that? Of course, of course it's possible. You've got to do it from uh, every layer, which means uh, what we're doing in Dutchess County, and that is uh, by by really encouraging shared services, encouraging uh, the elimination of duplicative services, creating and encouraging efficiency among the layers of government. Uh, We, in fact, uh, in Dutchess County, these last two years, not only did we stay below the property tax cap every, uh, every year that I've been county executive, but the last two years we provided the largest tax levy reductions in 14 and 16 years, respectfully, respectively. But at the state level, you've got to look at every layer and every division of, of state government and identify whether or not a program is necessary. And if you feel the program is necessary, is it efficient and effectively uh, bringing about the outcome that you intended? What that means is evaluating everything, creating a metric that determines whether or not we're getting what we pay for. And if we're not, then either determine that it's not necessary anymore or make it more efficient. And it, it really does take people who are willing to look under the hood, get into the details of, uh, of, of government agencies, and identify ways to drive down cost. And the more the state can drive down cost, and I'm all for this, if the state drives down the cost and says to local governments, we're providing you that savings, but you've got to give it back to the taxpayers, that's the way we ought to do it. So every layer of government, starting in Albany, and, and I think you lead by example, starting in Albany creates the most efficient delivery of service. And I'm all for having really robust debates about whether or not a program is necessary. But let's have that debate based on a, a, an agreement that we are getting the intended outcome. If we're not, then we're just uh, we're protecting something that doesn't make uh, any sense and isn't helping anybody. I know whenever you discuss or anyone discusses cutting taxes or says anything about taxes, you always hear about, oh, we need taxes because of bridges and roads, which is funny because the other article I want to bring up was another study this is um, articles on Syracuse.com about a new report where New York's highways and bridges are rated amongst the worst in the nation. So there's another thing that we're at the top of the list for. Um, how can we fix that? Well, that, that is about priorities, and it's also about ensuring that the dollars that are dedicated for uh, infrastructure actually get uh, to the roads, highways, and bridges. And, and we've had this problem where federal dollars have been cut back, and even the federal dollars that come to New York uh, get captured by Albany before they get to the roads, so to speak. And, and we can point to, uh, to waste upon waste. But in this state, uh, uh, you know, when we have these one-shot revenue streams, and we seem to get them from time to time, whether it's a casino license that we didn't expect uh, or a, a, a court settlement that we didn't plan on. The state has a, a desire to use that one-shot revenue for ongoing cost. Well, we shouldn't do that. We should use that one-shot revenue for investment in infrastructure uh, because, uh, you know, a, a half a billion dollars, a uh, billion dollars in new revenue, un- unintended one-time revenue dedicated to a capital project or to the retirement of debt has profound effect and, and impact statewide. So there, there is a way to direct uh, money toward infrastructure. We're doing it locally, but uh, you also need to free up 
resources. So you've got to spend less on those things that consume too much of the state budget uh, without getting the intended outcome or the intended uh, um, uh, result. And you direct that toward uh, infrastructure investment and you empower local governments who are responsible for more of our highways uh, than, uh, than the state is. And you do that through existing funding streams. And, and I think you can accomplish that while still reducing cost and ultimately reducing the burden on taxpayers. And as we wrap up, let's end, end on a high note. Uh, we've been discussing how you think Duchess when it comes to business. Uh, out of curiosity, how do you guys think Duchess when it comes to summertime? <laughs> well, Duchess County is blessed with a lot of great assets, and, and I, would, I would tell you that uh, residents need to find their way out, and visitors should find their way out to, to any one of our, our great tourist attractions. I would mention that uh, the FDR Home and Library celebrating its 75th anniversary this year, first presidential library designed by the President uh, Franklin Roosevelt uh, uh, when, when it was first built. Uh, and, of course, uh, we have uh, great farm opportunities, great downtowns, villages, uh, and hamlet centers, but also uh, we have baseball. <laughs> and uh, in Duchess County, we just kicked off uh, the Hudson Valley Renegades. Uh, this is a minor league baseball team affiliate to the Tampa Bay uh, uh, Rays. And uh, we just uh, uh, kicked off the uh, uh, summer Renegades season. And, uh, and that's, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I encourage people to get to, uh, to a Renegades game. And how was, how was your Father's Day? Because I saw that the kids got to go to their first Mets game. <laughs> well, I, I am. I, I've been a Mets fan since, uh, as, well, really as long as I can remember. Uh, it, there's a long story we can get into sometime how, how I became a Mets fan, but it actually started because my grandfather was a San Francisco Giants fan. Let's let's return to that someday. But uh, but I, I have I have uh, I have great hopes uh, for the Mets and uh, for Father's Day. My kids uh, uh, and my wife uh, took me uh, to uh, to to the Mets game. We. We cooked out uh, on, <laughs> on City Field. It was pretty hot, very sunny. The Mets didn't win, but you know, there's there's nothing like spending a day at a ball field or a ballpark with uh, with your your, your family. And uh, uh, this was the first major league game that uh, Jack and Abigail were able to attend, and uh, we had a great time. And uh, I I know that you're going to ask me, so I'm I'll just going to uh, offer. I, I did see something on Facebook, but I I didn't want to be the one to offer it. Uh, well, that we uh, we did. Uh, my wife and I are, are, you know, obviously telling people that uh, at this point, <laughs> since they'll notice uh, that we're having an addition to the team. Uh, <laughs> so we, uh, uh, Corinne is expecting it the uh, uh, later in the year in December of this year, and we're we're just blessed to uh, to be able to uh, we we pray welcome uh, yet one more. Uh, uh, child to uh, to our family so uh, uh, I, I consider an opportunity to have instead of two kids uh, uh, share the cost and bringing their father to a baseball game I'll have three that can share the cost and bring their father to a baseball game <laughs> but it's very very exciting time at our house but yeah but now, now the two of you are going to be outnumbered <laughs> well that is true but I can tell you that uh, they don't want to mess with uh, Corinne <laughs> I'm a pushover but don't mess with her <laughs> You know, our prayers and well wishes seems a good place to end for the week. So, Mr. County Executive, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And thank you, everyone, for listening to the debut of the newly titled Mark My Words podcast. Uh, For the County Executive, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Follow along on Facebook, follow on Twitter, follow on Instagram, follow all over social media, and we'll talk to you soon.